Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. I want to welcome Theresa Cooper Gordon and Damani Gordon, here to talk about a beautiful project of engagement, culture, music, art, history, and engagement with the community. Genuine culture. Welcome and thank you for being here with us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm really proud to be here in the studio to do this with you. Thanks for having us. Always great to be up at Radio Plasma. For people that have been involved in different of the activities, events that have taken place here in Holyoke and some other venues outside the city as well, you are doing a beautiful work of teaching through culture in all different aspects that involve creative ways and powerful expressions like music, performances, and I would like to give you the space to talk about what is genuine culture, but also how this idea came up. Yes, so um, Genuine Culture, LLC, we are based around music, art, and culture through the spirit of hip-hop, and we are really about edutainment, and that's a term that was uh, I first heard from KRS-One from Boogie Down Productions, and it's um, education and entertainment, and you put that together. So our events, they are fun, they're entertaining, but you could also learn something from what we do in our events. We officially started in 2017, and that's when our first event was, and I had the idea a few years prior to that just to open up a place or just an avenue for folks to get together, have a good time, learn, and just build with each other as a community. So when Damani had this idea, which was always an amazing idea to me because Damani grew up um, with culture and music and the arts, so I felt as a parent it was extremely important to expose your kids not only to the type of education that happens in the classroom, but the type of education that actually happens outside of the classroom in communities in your environment. So I, um, I did a lot of work around cultural programming. Um, I was um, the first um, director of the Multicultural Center at Hampshire College. We established the LeBron Wiggins Prime Cultural Center. Um, so, you know, again, my children were able to grow up with the foundation of, of building a program like that at a college campus, but also was inclusive um, of a community. Damani, I'm Damani's mom, of course, and it's an honor to be working um, with my son because one of the things that we also wanted to do with this was to show how important family is and to show how important generations are. And sometimes generations fall apart and there's a gap. And um, what we wanted to be able to do is to, to show the closeness that we have and what we have in common. So growing up in his generation is hip-hop. 
growing up with my parents, it was the jazz. It was listening to the Duke Ellingtons and the Ella Fitzgeralds and the Dizzy Gillespies. And then, you know, I was listening to, you know, R&B, the Smokey Robinsons, the Marvelettes, the Temptation, Gladys Knight in the Pits, you know. So I was listening to all of that. And then, you know, um, here comes this era that, you know, I, I, I graduate from college, I go to school and then my kids come about and, you know, here's this hip hop, you know. And um, I was, you know, the first time I, I heard, the, you know, the rap, the hip hop, and I was like, well, wait a minute. This is like what G Nikki Giovanni was doing and the last poets was doing. So my kids have been exposed to that. So it's just been like an honor and a privilege to see what has come out of us being a family and being different generations, the kind of commonness that we have and how we can share it, and it brings us closer together. And so that's what we wanted to do with Genuine Culture. And I love that uh, you bring the, the term of fusing education and entertainment because it makes such an enjoyable experience mm -hmm. to learn through sounds, and lyrics and a combination of this historical event and fact, sometimes some of them actually quite tragic, but at the same time with the inspiration that some people transform into a legacy and a message that becomes timeless. And today is an important message that passes on the struggle, the experiences, and the energy that keeps us ongoing with whatever is the situation we have today in our local cultural environment. Mm -hmm. That's right, and it's, and it's so important, and that's one of the reasons we named it Genuine Culture, because it's genuine, it's authentic, and it's, um, we're definitely representing the foundations of where you know, art and other things come from. Um, like my mom said, when she talks about hip-hop, we talk about hip-hop, You know, you can't talk about hip-hop without talking about jazz, blues, soul, and all the other genres because it's really a mixture. Um, so that's the foundation, and um, it's very important for us to thread that through whatever we do to make the connections and through the generations and just people because music and arts and culture, I mean, that's the universal language. That's what we could all identify with, and um, it brings us together. And, and as you said, um, you know, there is the message there. You know, the, the arts is always um, very much in tune with what's going on in the world. And so, you know, the arts is, um, can be very comforting. It's um, very supportive. Um, it, it makes you strong and it makes a community strong because sometimes you think, oh, it's just me. But the arts can be so expressive and so much passion that it, it's something, when we call it the edutainment, that that's what we want to do. We want to educate people so they can say, well, wait, maybe that wasn't my situation, but you can understand what different situations are. And, you know, um, it, it's extremely important. Um, and it's always been a comforting force. Um, and you can look back centuries and centuries and see that. Also, Theresa, seeing how involved you are with community affairs. How is it for you having this beautiful opportunity to combine your job and also this cultural advocacy? 
Well, I think it's just a natural flow because I am who I am, you know, doing the work that I do in the community and doing the work that I do with Genuine Culture. It's just the family. It's just the connection, you know, um, and being able to live in a community and work and be involved in the community and also be able to, on the other hand, bring things that may not be always as uh, tension with certain discussions and things that go on in the community. Sometimes it's nice just to be able to get together and to see it in a different form, you know, without that tension for it. So, it, you know, for me, it's it's just great. And it just goes to show that it's not about me, 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 but it's about my community. And I, and I want to bring my community around. So I like to do the work that I do um, there, which is helping people and exposing people. And I do the same thing with Genuine Culture as well. So um, I feel real... Um, special that I can, that I've been able to do that here in our, in our community of Holyoke. So some of the events that Genuine Culture has produced and presented for our community, having taken places such as the Wisterhurst Museum and Gateway City Arts, and it's been an interesting combination of history plus our diverse community to come together, enjoy, remember, or discover something new about music, history, culture, ourselves as a community. What do you think so far it's been the most memorable or relevant experiences you have? Um, like you mentioned, uh, the Wisteria Hearst, that was um, really special because, you know, it's a place right in the community, this historic you know, with Hearst Museum. And there was, you know, uh, plenty of people that didn't really know about it or that haven't, or haven't been there. Um, so it was great to connect with the folks at Wisteria Hearst and Kate to bring on uh, the show that we did was called Vibes for the Tribe. And it was a um, celebration of a tribe called Quest, which is a legendary um, hip hop group out of Queens. One of their foundations was jazz music. They were really influenced by jazz and did a lot of samples, and we're talking about jazz musicians like Grover Washington Jr., Art Blakely, and um, these various other jazz musicians that they have been, you know, influenced by, as well as a lot of the hip hop community. So when we put that show together, it was showcasing the jazz originals that have influenced the group. So the first set was the jazz originals, and the second set was the Tribe Called Quest, the music of Tribe Called Quest. So you kind of make that connection of the evolution of the music and what influenced Tribe. And that was just so special because it was just, it turned out to be a, a nice day. It was outdoors and uh, brought a lot of different people to the venue. And it was just uh, a really powerful moment. And, um, you know, it was great to collab with people. And also, I can't forget about DJ Rec, who was um, the DJ there too, spinning the vinyl. So we had the vinyls, which is, you know, representative of hip hop. We had the jazz and the live band and an MC, a rapper, and the people, most importantly. So that was really memorable event that we did. What, what I loved about um, that event and why it was so special um, is that, um, as Damani stated, most people pass by Wisteria Hearst and don't have a clue. 
um, a lot of people had no idea there was a beautiful yard behind it and a beautiful garden. Um, and so um, that was just great. And it was right in the middle of our community. And it was a total different type of event. There hasn't been an event like that done there. And so the genuineness of it goes along with genuine culture again. The whole day was just what we wanted it to be because there were families there. There were kids there, you know, um, there were grandpas there, there were grandmas there, you know. I mean, it was a community and it was absolutely a wonderful um, event. It was very special. We also had Kamel Peters, um, who had some of his artwork, uh, a young man who also grew up with Damani in Amherst, um, who's a fabulous metal artist. He had some of his artwork out in the garden, and people were just amazed, amazed with that. So it, it again, was just the genuineness of what it is that we do and how we bring people together. Um, and when you bring people together, people have conversations and people are learning and people get comfortable um, with each other. You see the support. So it was special. And now you are going to celebrate your first anniversary. Yes. What are the plans? <laughs> yes, so um, it's our one year anniversary. Our first event was exactly almost exactly a year ago. Yeah, February 16th. Yes, February 16th, I believe it was. And that was with uh, a gentleman, an amazing street dancer named Storyboard P, who's since then gone off uh, to have a special appearance in the Jay-Z 444 video. And he was also on Jimmy Fallon a few weeks ago with Erica Badu. So that's great to have him right here in Holyoke. But our one-year event is taking place with Kamel Peters, as my mom just mentioned. He was an amazing metal sculptor. And he's based out of Holyoke, too, right down by the canal at Diesel Works. And he has an exhibit up in East Hampton and with his artwork. So we're going to do the event there. And it's going to be it's free. It's going to be open to the public and the community. We have Metali Shakabanda, who's another artist that we worked with. We just had an amazing album release show with him as well back in November. He's a sax player, along with Reed Sutherland, who is a bass player. So they'll be playing a little duo there. So it'll be a chance for people to get together, learn more about genuine culture, check out some fabulous artwork by Kamel Peters, and just have a great time. Also wanted to add, you know, um, the fact that we've also done some films. We also have, you know, as a community, not just here in Holyoke, but we're extending out in Western Massachusetts. We also did um, a film um, with Storyboard P, A Stranger in Sweden, that we um, did a partnership with Amherst Cinema. And it was, it was fabulous. You know, we showed the film that was about Storyboard P and sweet, and then we had a Q&A, and, and it was great. And it was amazing, the diverse group that was also at that event, you know. In particular, there were some uh, folks that were at the, they came to see the movie, and um, they were so amazed with Storyboard P. They came to Holyoke the next night to see his performance. And that so. is another way to create a connection mm -hmm. in our local environment, mm -hmm. not only with the Holyoke community, but also bringing people from the neighborhood, cities, towns exactly. in our region exactly. that 
creates this exchange of points of view, experiences, and those conversations that you were mentioning, Therese, about mm -hmm. sharing and learning mm -hmm. by enjoying and being comfortable. You know, it was great when you when you look back and, and you look at, you know, the things that you create and they come out to be exactly what you want them to be. It's such a great feeling. And doing the tribe, I mean, we had people from Philadelphia. We had people from New York, you know. And not only did we have a great time, but we also could um, share what we do with other businesses, like um, Jay's Bed and Breakfast. We had people stay there. So it's like sharing, you know, the culture um, here in Holyoke. You know, some people have breakfast um, at Gateway City. The next day we have people from Washington, D.C. So, yeah, it was it's special. And we're very honored to be doing what we're doing. You're listening Radio Plasma. And we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com, and through our social media channels. Twitter, Radio Plasma Lab and facebook.com slash radioplasma. One interesting fact about the date, if uh, that you were mentioning that it was uh, a year ago, mm -hmm. uh, the date, which matches with the date of this recording session, February 6th. If my memory doesn't fail me, is the 69th anniversary RCA released for the very first time, mm. the 45 RPM. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. The first record. Wow. Wow. 45. The 45. Wow. Which, which is another element so important <laughs> yes. for, for the culture right. and yes. hip hop. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, specifically because we had, um, break as you know, Break B. Lou. Um, we also did an interview here at Radio Plasma, who is um, specializes in 45 records and um, is still doing it to this day in such a legendary figure in hip-hop and in music in general so it, it is really just an honor to have these kind of folks that can come down to Holyoke and Western Mass in general and um, just really do their thing and what was so interesting about Break B. Lou in, in terms of City Holyoke you know first picked him up from the airport we're driving around and he's like wow this is like I'm back home this is reminds me like I'm on Third Avenue in the Bronx <laughs> So it just it, that's that other connection. We 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 really are one, and you know you you're at one place. It's like being being home. Another important aspect, uh, without disconnecting the history, is that uh, right now you are sponsoring a beautiful exhibit, powerful, inspiring, really important for our community, an exhibit that is right now at Gateway City Arts, and that is again the part of educating and having different approach to this historic, cultural, and educational mission through art. Yes, um, yeah, we helped, um, I should say, sponsor the, the first week kickoff of, we had the honor of doing this, of the, the work of uh, the late, great Robert Templeton um, art exhibit called Less We Forget, based on um, 
civil rights heroes and activists of that time. Um, there's amazing portraits and oil paintings of great people as in Rosa Parks and A. Philip Randolph, Benjamin Mays, Malcolm X, Eldris Cleaver, and it's just a really powerful exhibit. And this is um, the first time it's been out for, for years. And, and just to show that history of the civil rights movement and how it it's continues, you know, we, we, we're, it, it hasn't stopped and it just evolved. And those are the people that made it possible for us to be doing what we're doing now. We have to keep that going. So it's really important to expose artwork like that and also bring people together and talk about this stuff because, you know, as our day and times now, you know, we need to reach back to our ancestors and, and, and just get that energy. Um, so that that is amazing and definitely go check it out. I also think that, you know, uh, an exhibit like that, you know, you think about the civil rights movement and you look at exhibits like that now and you look at on the other side of it, like what's going on in the world today. Um, you know, when you see that exhibit, it it really does take you back and when you see where we are today. Um, but, you know, one of the one of the good things about it is that it also, in terms of the exposure and education, expects people to talk about many, many more people and people even before them that made contributions. And so um, with this exhibit, it can inspire us to remember, okay, and not to forget and to pay that homage to them. Um, we also had a, a panel um, discussion on Saturday, and we had Dr. Chris Tenson, who's a professor um, at um, Hampshire College, and Dr. Michael Ford, who's also a professor, was a professor. He's retired now um, from Hampshire uh, College. And um, again, the generation, it's important for genuine culture to always be connecting the generations, always connect the common, what we have in common. Um, how do we build from that? And so uh, Chris has a, a, a new book out called um, The Radical Intellectual. And Radical Intellect. Radical Intellect. And so that's from uh, a magazine called The Liberators back in the 60s. And so that perspective in Mike Ford, um, came from the perspective and being from Chicago of the Chicago Defender. You know, so there are two, you know, literary magazines that, you know, some people did not know about. But in this discussion, it raises your awareness, you know, and hopefully it will, you know, want you to go and, and Google and, and do some more research on these very important um, literary magazines you know, the 60s and the 40s and the 50s, you know. It was a great panel discussion. Um, people wanted to see more more discussions like that. And, you know, from my, my generation, I mean, a lot of the movements, a lot of things that happened in the community happened that way with, with people getting together and strategizing um, and talking about things um, and how do we move forward. So it was it was it was great and it was um, good to be doing it um, as as a black woman here um, in Holyoke. I haven't seen since I've been here in 13 years much done around um, black history. 
you know, the month. But for me, in genuine culture, black history is 365 days a year. Especially because the connection with the history and the community that is Holyoke is so important and so relevant in aspects that people, they don't even start imagining. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And being able to enjoy of this event and learning from an exhibit like the one right now at Gateway City Art allows us to bring everybody in our community, regardless their background and their level of education, to learn. That's right. So we can all be on the same level of understanding That's right. our current situation and why it is important to know what happened some decades ago so we can take the proper action That's today right. and continue continue the fight mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it's 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 of essence you know and um you know sometime you know um we sit around and you know we da 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 da, da and we never come to any types of solutions you know And genuine culture wants to be able to put something out there, and we want to have some solutions to what we put out there. And, um, you know, our first, I think, success has been in terms of a solution is being able to bring people together and to um, definitely explore um, this world of culture, which is political, but it's easier to look at what we have in common with it versus sometime, you know, um, sitting in the meetings all the time and going back and forth and not coming out with any solutions. So, you know, we, we just hope to be a, a bright star in our community. What will be for this new year some of the goals or dreams that you have for events, activities, or outcomes? Well, we, we just want to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, last year was our inaugural year, and we just want to keep building and building, and um, hopefully more people will learn about what we're doing. And we have plenty of stuff that we'd love to do. Um, you know, our ultimate goal one day is to, to maybe get our own venue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once we have our own venue, and, and then we can really go in. Um, but it's a, a blessing to be doing what we're doing, and uh, we're going to keep it rolling and, and, and build and um, get bigger and better and just uh, and brighter. And, and I also, you know, um, want to add that um, it's been great to have the support here in Holyoke, yes. too. Being uh, a new organization, we are LLC. We're not writing grants. We're not. We're not asking for money. You know, um, we do do events where we have to um, pay artists, so we do charge um, a fee. Um, but that goes right back into the organization to be able to continue, you know, to do things. And we're very thankful um, to have the support of venues and and people here in the community that really are giving us some some big support. You know, and I also should thank and and talk about, you know, a little bit about White Lion, um, the brewing company, um, Ray Berry and company have been very supportive to um, genuine culture um, as well. And so 
again, you know, connecting those businesses and um, and people who look different too in the community that are um, making some good contributions to our community as well. As Damani said, you know, one of the one of the the big goals is, of course, to have our own venue, and uh, I'm feeling very strongly that it's coming. You know, you just have to be patient and. You know, you you start out with a goal and you complete goal number one, two, and three, and four. And that's what we successfully did our, our first year. And so we're moving on to continue. You were mentioning this is a family venture and it has a connection with the generations sharing that learning experience. So let me ask you... Ferisa, what it will be your among your favorite hip hop tracks? My favorite <laughs> hip hop track. Oh, wow! My favorite. What is my? I, I don't know if I have a favorite. Pick one. Just well, I mean, I like. There you go. I like. I love. I like Public Enemy. There you go. Um, with Sister Soldier. <laughs> Um, I like um, I like of course Tribe Called Quest yeah but Public Enemy is one of my first all time favorite I think yeah and Amani what will be some of your most relevant jazz artists yes uh, most definitely uh, Grover Washington Jr Donald Byrd you know you you gotta throw John Coltrane in there And, um, you know, I, I like a lot of the new school cats with the jazz, too, such as um, Thundercat, who's a bass player. He's kind of like, you know, jazz. And uh, I can't think of my guy who just, he just came down. He was at the Jazz and Roots Festival, a horn player. Christian. No. Oh, oh, yeah. Christian Sands, for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Sands. And I got to give a props to Javon Alexander, who was mm-hmm. there at Vibes for the Tribe. And... Matali Shakabanda. It's really beautiful to see how music is one of the, like you said, one of the most important and universal ways to communicate and to connect. Because it's through music and its evolution what we are enjoying and we keep seeing mm. a similar narrative, but mm-hmm. with its own interpretation mm-hmm. according to its times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful to see that evolution and mm-hmm. enjoy it, how from specific type of musical figures it becomes a different instrumentations and then it becomes mm-hmm. fusions and then it becomes lyrics mm-hmm. and then it becomes a new way of fusioning. Right. Organic right. plus digital sounds. Oh, yeah. But that feeling, that vibe, that mm-hmm. energy remains the same. Yeah. And yeah. I can't forget, I, uh, there's a couple more I got to name. Robert Glasper and Kamasi Washington. That's what I was thinking about. Those are and Kendrick those Lamar for me. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely we have to do a curated sound <laughs> session with you guys because sure. there is so much music to enjoy and oh, yeah. like I was saying, to connect with experiences, memories, history, mm-hmm. yeah. genuine culture. That's right. Yeah. So definitely this is one conversation that can lead to many other topics. And that's the idea, to keep having more of these conversations. 
This is the celebration of your first anniversary, and yes. this is also the invitation to have you come back as many times needed to talk about all those conversations we have to to address, and also to share your events, okay. the activities, the effort, and celebrate together being a beautiful, diverse community. Well, thank you, um, Johan, and always big props to uh, Radio Plasma. You're doing some great work just for the community and for the people, so appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's always an honor and a pleasure to see you in the community um, and see the work that you do in our community and what you give um, to our families and children here in the community from a very cultural perspective as well. So I thank you for all your support. Um, you have been an amazing factor to the Holyoke community in terms of um, communication and getting it out there. Um, so thank you, and we're very blessed to have you here in our community. Thank you to Theresa Cooper-Gordon and Demani Gordon. Genuine Culture LLC, a beautiful family. The invitation is open to celebrate the first anniversary of Genuine Culture this uh, February 10th in East Hampton. Yeah, it's actually uh, 74 Cottage Street, um, right downtown East Hampton. And um, it starts at 5 and it ends at 8. And 6 to 8 when, when the music be playing. So uh, please come down and check us out. And um, it'll be a great time. Thank you so much for all your work, all your engagement, your energy, your passion, and for sharing and to offer people the opportunity to learn so we can all be equal. And this is a beautiful opportunity to also know more about ourselves. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for your, for your work. Thank, thank you. you. This is our conversation with Genuine Culture LLC here on the Radio Plasma podcast. And the session was recorded and produced here at the Plasma Media Lab in the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>